0: mma roadshow episode number 409 my name is john morgan cold coffee is with me sort of because he's a little bit he's a little bit spacey as he's made his way back (laughs) from rio de janeiro brazil he is here but he's not all here it seems based on our uh, initial conversations
1: yeah, I've lost my damn mind sitting in an airport for roughly 14-ish hours on the way back. Um, I think my, my my brain's still in that lounge with the uh, <laughs> the, the poor food choices and the uh, uncomfortable chairs. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I am back. Yeah, for, for those, I left Sunday night. My plane was at 10, uh, 11 p.m. Oscar stayed the next day, and I remember the whole night. He was like, man, I don't know what I was doing on my plane ride. Uh, I thought I was leaving the same day as everybody. I don't know. I just kind of messed up. Well, I guess I'll I'll see everybody back home. And uh, then I had a 12-hour layover already scheduled, which is just a garbage layover. That is. And then that proceeded to get delayed. And then there was a malfunction or, or a little maintenance thing that had to happen. Um, so all in all, Oscar beat me home. Oh, despite <laughs> Even leaving though he the, left next day. the next day, despite leaving the next day. Uh, and yeah, somewhere in there, I just lost my mind. And plus I, you know, um, I haven't been doing much drinking lately and Brazil that kind of reversed for the days down there. <laughs> so I think some fun and sun and, uh, lots of originals, uh, I've lost my damn mind, but I'm trying to correct that. I'm trying to correct that. I just feel off. I just feel uh, a bit sort of out of it and off and, uh, uh, I am glad though that there is no UFC this week. That's so right. I have a, a few more days I could try to gather my head <laughs> and see if I can come back to normal. Normal, air quote normal. <laughs> For all those, I know this doesn't really work well in podcasts. I'm doing the normal with air quotes. Uh, but uh, but here we are. Here,
0: here we are. Here we are. Well, I did want to ask you about it because I know it's a work trip, but there is something about Rio de Janeiro, right? I mean, the the, the yeah. hotels are right on the beach, man. You get done working. You just walk across the street. You don't even have to take like a uber or nothing i mean you just cross one street everybody's hanging on the beach the kiosks are there boy that first day that you guys were there and you know sent me the photo and and you know they were on the beach i mean i was i was i was super jealous i'm like man i might have completely messed up here but i guess (laughs) uh i mean overall you know how, how was it what was the experience i mean it's been years since we've been down there man so was it just i mean just like it used to be did anything change how was it
1: you know, man, it was, it was really, really good, you know, and it's funny because, you know, everybody up to this point, you know, shoot the stuff that was just happening in what Brasilia, like the week prior where they were storming like the government building. So a right. lot of us were, were really sort of unsure what the overall feel was. Um, so a lot of us were kind of going down there thinking that, Hey, we were really security is going to have to be paramount for everything that we do. And ultimately it was, but honestly, when we got off, uh, the plane and you know got there tuesday i met up with oscar he was there the night before this was summertime for them so i can't remember ever a time that it was as busy as it was right now i mean the beach was completely just loaded with like beachgoers, all the umbrellas and stuff so immediately it wasn't like we were walking back into this war zone where nobody's on the beach and the only people on the beaches are the the criminals waiting to take your money you know it it didn't have that feel at all in fact, the weather wise, um, even though the humidity was really, really high, there was uh, lots of wind and just coming off the water um, with the breeze. It didn't feel like it used to be, you know? So it wasn't so bad. It wasn't uh, like this crazy, um, you know, uh, heat thing where always kind of like sweaty and nasty, you know? And it, and it was probably some of the most enjoyable thing, you know? Like, because you know, when you get off that plane from just traveling, your brain's not quite there. So we just went over the beach and immediately just something about sitting there on the beach. They all had originales. That that, that oh, was my main thing. Yeah. When I got there, I walked up. I was like, please tell me you have originalities. Like, oh, see, see. Oh, yeah. You know, Ice and then we sat original. there. And, I, and then the breeze started coming. Then I was just like, hey, I remember this feeling. I remember <laughs> what this feels like. And um boy, it was it was it was good, man. Um for Going down there, thinking like this, you know, I was literally getting making making sure all my ducks were in a row. You know, I I prepared. <laughs> You're gonna think this is funny, but this is kind of what everybody was sort of printing. I prepared my, uh, made sure my will was good. Oh, I on. told my sister. You know, I was like, hey, you never know what the hell's gonna go on. I mean, one of those things. I mean, well, uh, that's like, well, that's a different conversation. I mean, like, true. Does your wife know all your plans? Do you have a will made?
0: No, no, I don't. Exactly.
1: No. See, and and that's like one of those things I started thinking about. I was like, dude, even just in general, we we tend to always wait too long for some of these little sort of things to really get your ducks in a row. And uh, I remember when my father passed, like us trying to find what insurance there was, you know, whether this, 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 you know, it's just good to get that sort of thing just taken care of. So going down on this trip, I was like, all right, everybody's going to say that we're – you know, stay in your hotel rooms, don't go out. I was like, well, shit, maybe I should just make sure my shit's all taken care of. So I got all that stuff prepared, you know, (laughs) just like, I was just like, hey, I'm good. Hey, sis. Hey, mom. Here's my paperwork. Tina, take care of shit. If shit happens, I'm going down there. And, you know, once we got there, I was like, man, not that I feel silly because I I went ahead and got that all prepared because, you know, I feel like I should. Right. But honestly, it was the, the, the fear of being in this restless Brazil was gone almost immediately because, you know, everybody down there
0: because of the and ice you, cold and, original because <laughs> uh, the originals and
1: just seeing people on the beach enjoying themselves. I mean, it yeah. was probably the busiest things ever and it's not even, even full swing of like their summer right now, you know, or maybe it is, or maybe it's on the backside. I can't remember because they're flipped from us. Um, but everybody was just so happy. And there's something about being in the beach scene with sun and beers and babes and people just looking good, everybody looks good. You're just like, do I do I really need to be scared down here? Do I really care? <laughs> you know. And then, I mean, it's good to be prepared, but honestly, it was um, it was amazing. You know, I, I forgot how fun and good um, it could be down there. I mean, granted, the crew. Luckily, I had Oscar. I mean, Oscar, you know, helped make the trip. But besides that, I mean, like the. The crew that we used to have back in the day, all the old, old school UFC people, the old PR team, um, you know, all the journalists that would travel, nobody was there. Right. Me and Oscar were the two American uh, outlets for the most part that were there, you know. And then it was just Brazilian media. You know, so there was some Argentinian uh, media there. Um, Fighting has Guillerme down there, Um So like on the days of the media day, we were able to kind of speak English with him and kind of help kick things off and stuff. But um, honestly, it was almost like an afterthought. I'm like, oh, I know we're here for an event, but you see the beach across the street and you see the cabanas. Can we can we go over there? And almost if by just trying to reward us, the UFC was like, hey, Thursday we're not gonna schedule a presser. We're so not crazy. Gonna, you know, we're not gonna do that. And I was like, is this for real?
0: So crazy. And then the
1: one thing they set up is that media mixer, and we're like, wait, is that so is that is that work or are we just drinking? You know? And that did turn out to be what they hoped that people would actually interview. And we did we got an interview with like Dave Shaw and Denitza, which uh I'd have to look up her last name. I don't want to butcher it. Who's like their strategy, uh, UFC fight pass strategy and stuff like that down in Brazil. So we did do something like, but it wasn't anything like crazy. It wasn't like a rager or anything like that, but we didn't care because we were able to leave from that (laughs) and then go to the Cabanas, (laughs) you know, Uh, dude, it was, it was crazy, man. It was, it was great. Uh, You know, we didn't go too crazy, but we had a good time, you know, for me, you know, now as I get older, sitting on a beach and just having ice cold beers, looking at the sun, I watched the sunset one night, and was just like, I don't need anything more than that, you know, because I know some other people, they went to like the Christ Redeemer and doing all this other stuff. I was like, bro, I don't want to get in a van and drive an hour and a half then have shit maybe go wonky, then get in another hour and a half ride and then yep. come back. I was like, I'd rather just sit here and I watch the sunset, sitting at a table by myself, drinking some originales, but honestly, I didn't even care, man. No, and I felt safe and I felt good. And uh yeah, dude, it was it was great, man. It was great. But it wasn't it wasn't the same like it used to, because the crew wasn't all there. But honestly, it was it was really, really good. It was great, man. That's uh, awesome, man.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. For it being
1: looked- worried about shit, I, it was just like ugh, Felt like uh, silly worrying for nothing but you know well, it is what it is.
0: Here's a couple of things I take out of all of that. First of all, I will say that uh while this is supposed to be a lighthearted entertaining uh mixed martial arts show, yes, it's true you should have your affairs in order. So I don't <laughs> I won't make fun of you too much for having your affairs in order. Secondly, um, I will say, if you ever get a chance for the for any fan out there, if it's around a UFC event or if it's just an opportunity to go to Rio de Janeiro, I would recommend it because I I am with you. That experience of just it's just you sit down in a plastic chair, you get an ice cold original. It's cheap, it's fun, it's beautiful, man. Like it's uh, it's it's a city. But the the other real important thing I take out and of we, it, and all we
1: should say like there's Rio and then uh, definitely the different areas, like the the area of the beach. While it's part of uh. Rio is Baja de Tijuca, tu- Baja, Baja de Tijuca, Baja de Tijuca. Right. So it's a fancier part of Rio. So when we say go to Rio, look at the areas that are by the beaches because it's different than just staying downtown in the middle of Rio. Tr- that, <laughs> it's a little yes, bit different in true. the middle of Rio. I mean. So it, I just want to say that for sure.
0: That is, that is true. <laughs> that is true. I mean, you got your Copacabana that everybody knows about. Copca- yeah. Ipanema. Ipanema. Uh,
1: find, the, find the girl from Ipanema. <laughs>
0: And then Baja de Tijuca. So, all right, so listen. So so I'm, I'm going to make that as a travel organization. But the other thing I, I really take out of it all, Co Coffee, is just I don't think people maybe realize the risk that MMA media takes putting their life on the line to go cover this sport for the entertainment of the masses. And, and I just think, you know, bold troopers like yourself aren't getting right. the respect that's deserved in in, in, in putting your health <laughs> and safety and security on the line. They should not
1: They should have gave me a hard hat and a bulletproof vest as soon as I got off the airplane or something. (laughs) It just said media. And then people understand, you know... I, I sometimes I think I should get an Emmy for this work, you know? <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to be willing to put their lives on the line and I put my boots on, my boots were on the ground, my life was on the line. Oh, and uh man. but I do that for you folks. I do oh, that for you folks. Get out of here. Get out
0: of here. All right, listen, UFC 283 did end up being a pretty entertaining uh <laughs> night of fights. I know that, you know, maybe not the most uh, anticipated uh fights of all time with some of the matchups, yeah. but I thought it ended up being a very entertaining night. Of course, uh, we recapped it all on the and a half episode over at patreon.com slash the um, But I did want to talk to you about the, the fans because I've seen a lot of people after this event really kind of trashing the Brazilian fans. And, and I just I guess I kind because of they're wanted-
1: saying that they weren't because they're were saying they weren't present.
0: Well, there's two things. One. Yeah. Well, of course, first of all, trashing, uh, literally trashing the fans because they did trash Brandon Moreno, right? And and look, I won't excuse that. It's not right. You shouldn't be throwing objects at anybody, but I do kind of get um, the frustration that was going on at the moment. You know, the title fight with their guy didn't end the way that they thought it would. Maybe a lot of them thought it was an illegal blow. It certainly wasn't. Um, but I, I don't know. So there's that. And then, yes, you are right. I mean, obviously, um, and I don't know if it was ever formally addressed. I mean, clearly was not a sellout. So I guess the sellout streak yeah. is over.
1: They like to tell us that, oh, we don't we don't talk about numbers and gates in Brazil. I'm like, uh, you say all the time that they're sold out. Like, what's different now? But, yeah, they, Vicky, uh, well, I guess well, I, well, I threw her under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because uh, I asked Oscar, I was like, "Dude, did Dave not say the thing?" And then he showed me a text saying, "Like, oh, you the reason you're not hearing the numbers is because we typically don't release those numbers." Well, they don't, in, and, uh, and, and we'll I will see.
0: say, from from I will say, they don't in Brazil. They don't release the gate information. They only release the attendance. They don't release the gate like the uh, a revenue generated, and they never have yeah. done that. However, they didn't say anything about it being a sellout, and it didn't. It did not appear to be a sellout uh, from, yeah. from what I could see. So,
1: but honestly, you know whether it was a sellout or not a sellout, you know, the people that were there, granted the time of the night is just so ridiculously late, you know, yeah. um, it just started. So, But you know, it's funny. There were just so many fights. It started. I mean, we got to the venue. I think the first fight was maybe what, seven, seven thirty something like that. So that sounds reasonable, right? Like why the F are we getting done at five in the morning, at four in the morning when we start at seven, it sounds like it should be reasonably done. But when we were underneath, uh the venue i didn't make it out onto the floor um even though i did have floor access it's just trying to get there is just kind of a pain sometimes i was like I, I don't really care just to go and sit in the back my row c whatever blah 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 it's not like i'm there in the front or whatever um it was loud it was so loud like they were stomping there were points where they were getting excited so they were stomping on the 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 ground, and you could just hear the don 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 mm-hmm. don through into the whole press room. So for something to be like, oh man, they didn't even show up. They weren't even you know loud. Like if you could hear the crowd, the ones that were present were so loud and so animated. And I think that's probably why we saw what happened with Brandon's because they were just one. It was late. But, um, and they were probably really drunk, but they were just, the 100%. ones that were, there were so passionate and fervent to, like, their people.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, they made it sound like it was, from below, they made it sound like it was full. But clearly, when we'd look on the TV screen, it was like, wow, there's, like, whole sections that you couldn't see anybody in, but... The ones that were there were very, very loud. I well, mean, well, um, and,
0: and the other criticism was that I saw is you know, you know, when Glover Teixeira was giving his post-fight speech, his retirement, that a lot of the crowd was already gone, and so they felt like that was disrespectful. But I just want to point back to what you said that, dude, it's like four something in the morning, and they've been there yeah. for like seven hours. Like, I get it, man. Sometimes at the end, of and it's of a, a game, long walk.
1: Yeah, it's a long walk for them, you know. Yeah. And if they're trying to if they're trying to Uber and get anything, like that's why we we tried to I, I was begging the UFC I'm like can we please get on your shuttle because you can't find cars mm-hmm. the later it gets you can't find cars so if I was there and them and even though I could I loved Glover to death I would probably consider getting the f out of there too just I agree. knowing that you're the 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 venue not that it's like in the middle of nowhere but it's not really near anything it's part of this Olympic complex that's just A venue building next to a venue building next to a venue building next to a venue building, building, and you have to walk this long walk to get to the street, and then there's nothing around. So I imagine most of the people there were just literally trying to think, like, it's late as hell. How can I get the F home, you know? Either get to where their car is. I don't – I can see where somebody might say that, but if they understand it's different – Staying and watch the end of the fight and watch it be eleven o'clock, knowing that there's gonna be no problem to get home, as opposed to being four or five in the morning. Five, it was, you know, it had to be between like four and four thirty. Probably by the time they cleared out, um, to get a car, I don't blame them from that by any means because 100%. we were doing, we were trying to do the same thing. We've been 100%. there before, walking out of that venue between five and six and not having a car anywhere around and feeling so like desperate you know yep. i mean it, it it would help certainly if you spoke the language
0: but which we don't <laughs> <laughs> it, would. it would but you're right there's just there's just nothing there so th- that's why i wanted to speak out about it because you know not being there for this trip obviously i you know i can't speak to it directly but from all my past experiences and being there and there was this, i saw this criticism of the crowd i'm like you know what okay the throwing stuff you're right can't sign off on that but it was a little bit it wasn't controversial but i could see why it would seem controversial and like you said it's late and they've had a little yeah. bit too much address. And they're throwing stuff. It's not excusable, but I, you know, I, I don't think that that's them as a whole, as a, as a Brazilian crowd, But the thing about them kind of leaving early and not staying through Glover's speech, I definitely wanted to point that out to people. It's like, hey, don't don't criticize them for that. Like they're literally, it's four o'clock in the morning. There's no public transportation. There's very few Ubers available, and they're just trying to get home. So I, yeah. I don't think you should criticize their fandom because of that.
1: And I don't think – a lot of them might have already started the process of leaving. They had no idea that Glover was going to retire. Right. You know. I mean, like, I think some people thought there was a possibility. In fact, I tried asking him about it during the media day, and he was like, I can't even think about that. I I can't think about the idea of losing. But that was one of the things I asked him. I was like, so, I mean, this makes a perfect scenario where if you did lose, this would be the perfect place to actually retire. But he didn't even want to talk about it. So I think some Mm -hmm. people maybe had no idea that it even started because you'd have to be in your seat – waiting for everything to happen, waiting for everything to happen, and then see, oh, goodness, he's retiring. You know, it's not like they were like, the fight ended and everybody knew, like, Shogun, like, that was his last, that that, that was the curtain call. Right. Everybody knew, so everybody was, attend, you know, paying attention. They had to wa- wait for it, you know, watch the other interview, and then be there. So I think most people probably at that point already dipped and were just 100%. like, hey, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, stick around, but, um, uh, I don't think I wouldn't blame any of the ones because they didn't uh stay right there because I don't think they would have known as well, you know, that it was going to happen, but um dude, I mean, when you think about some of these venues and some of these cr- countries, you're telling me that if there wasn't a um Irish champ in Dublin lose the belt to uh a foreigner that they wouldn't get something thrown at them. Especially, Tell me.
0: Especially if it seems to be in controversial fashion, which I'm not calling it controversial. Like, that was not an eye poke. It was a legal yeah. punch. The eyes they, look-
1: played it, they played it in the arena, and I don't remember hearing the crowd, like, saying, no, 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 still, even in yeah. the media room, which in years past, like, the media be like, ugh, everybody clearly could see it, you know? Yeah. Well, it helped, granted, it helps being able to hear the dialogue that's happening on the screen at the same time. So as the commentary team watching the replays, um, you know, describing it. We had the benefit of the doubt, but the media in the back, so they didn't freak out. But, you know, when they came out and said it clearly, you know, like, hey, it wasn't an eye poke, I don't remember hearing, like, the crowd, you know, Ooh, give too something. much grief. You know, yeah. I think it was just more of drunk late night, and they wanted a Brazilian to take it. Brazil didn't have a great night that night. That was – and, you know, usually a lot of times we go down there, the it's almost like don't bet against the Brazilian – because something happens to them down there they're so supercharged by the crowd they just pull it out and we saw some lots of non-brazilians in the back you know that evening Ehor, uh Cody Stamen. Mm-hmm. Um some other ones that went through and it was just like, yo, it wasn't a clean sweep. So I think by the end of the night they were just frustrated yeah, and they just wanted to take something out, you know. I agree. Um, I
0: agree, but I wouldn't use that as as a way to criticize no. the fans. I saw people saying, "Oh, the USC shouldn't go back there or, you know, uh, it's like, come on, man. That's that's not the case.
1: They were just hurting and it was late and they were drunk, you know. But <laughs> We've even all Brandon after even even Brandon afterwards wasn't if Brandon wasn't bitching about it, why are y'all bitching about it? There you, you know, go. Like he was like, I understand it. You know, they're they're passionate people. He's like, you know, I think Mexican crowd, you know, would be passionate as well. You know, like you pick a lot of these countries where you know, their fans are so ardently supportive of their people, and then you give them a whole buttload of alcohol and you ply them with fights and alcohol for hours and hours and hours. Shit, something's going to get thrown at it, some point.
0: <laughs> it, it, hey, it happened in Mexico, right? The Yair Rodriguez, yeah. Jeremy Stevens. I yes. mean, that was in Mexico as well. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. it's not new. So. It's
1: not a new thing. It's not a new thing. But don't, I mean, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't fault them for it. I mean, you can be a little bit upset at what they did, but if, but if Brandon was even had a was good, a good sport about it, you know, and I mean. There you Who go. Who hasn't had a little beer thrown on him at some uh, point.
0: You know, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, so don't criticize them. All right, well, listen. And
1: and then maybe, I think, plus, too, with the security sh- shuttling him out, it, it makes it seem a heck of a lot worse than what it maybe even felt there. I mean, right. granted, it probably looked like whatever, but when you see somebody, tuck down and run, 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 it just makes it seem like, oh, my God, there's a real threat. There's a real threat, you know? Right. But afterwards, I mean, maybe that wasn't really necessary. They. You know, it wasn't necessary. I, I won't. It certainly it. escalated. It it escalated wasn't necessary. It. Like
0: yeah. I know, like when it uh, when it happened to Colby Covington, like and again, this is way before. Oh. <laughs> this is this is way before me and Colby ever had anything. But like that one, I understood. It's still not right. But he had literally just gotten on a microphone and like berated them all. Like he was, yeah. he was basically welcoming that on himself. You know what I mean? I think yep. he, I think he yep. loved the fact that that was happening. Now. Brandon definitely didn't deserve it but I just want I just wanted to step up and say the 29 times that I went to Brazil the crowd was awesome and yeah. I just I just think some of the criticism was unwarranted and it, it is a great place to watch a fight man the passion there is unbelievable so uh, listen, you guys didn't get to talk to either Jamal Hill or Glover Tashira that night because obviously they had a, a battle and they needed to go be uh, medically evaluated. Glover Tashira, his toughness is unbelievable. I do hope to speak to him at some point, uh, but although I understand right now he wouldn't necessarily want to be giving interviews as he's uh, processing everything and allowing himself to heal. But I did, literally right before we sat down to record today, got a chance to speak to Jamal Hill, the new champ, sweet dreams. So I uh, figured why not go ahead and share that with you now. Here is the new UFC light heavyweight champion and uh the king of the internet too, as far as I'm concerned. It is Jamal Hill, Sweet Dreams himself, uh the UFC light heavyweight champion. Jamal, I mean, what a whirlwind. Has that even really sunk in and settled in? I mean, everybody's got to call you champ now.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Feels feels good, John. It just feels feels right. It feels right,
0: John. Destiny fulfilled, man. I got it dawned on me. I think during the fourth or fifth round how much your life has changed in six weeks right like in december and i'm just guessing you're sitting at home you're watching that pay-per-view play out and you're like one day that's gonna be me one day i'm gonna be there and then at the end of the night the (laughs) phone rings and six weeks later you're the champ i mean how insane was this stretch for you
2: uh it's been it's been pretty wild you know from the um Whenever I was, whenever I was watching it, you know, after I seen it, uh seen it go down, I knew I was close. You know, um, I knew, I knew a solid win over Smith, and I kind of figured maybe one more by the end of this year, I'd be fighting for, it. not the beginning. The first pay per view of, of the year would be me getting my shot to uh, capitalize on becoming the champion. So it's been, uh, it's been great. You know, it's just the uh, last few weeks, honestly, it's just been work it was just hard work just get diving right in and uh understanding the assignment and getting myself in a place where I'm in position to win
0: i know you believed in yourself and that this was your destiny and that you would get here but during that 6 weeks you know when everything is changing and happening was there any part of you that was just like what the hell is going on right now this is crazy or were you just so dialed in that you couldn't think that way
2: and uh, i was just i was just dialed in and focused on ke- taking advantage of the moment
0: well, you certainly did that. So, talk to me about this, man. The fight happens, right? And we all – you, everybody had the same breakdown for the fight, right? Could be trouble on the ground for – if Glover gets it there, if it stays on the feet, Jamal's going to look good. Fight
2: starts. That was y'all narrative. <laughs> narrative. I already <laughs> knew what I could do on the ground. You know? and, and I said it, you know. But the thing was, I just got tired of saying it. Y'all wasn't listening, so, you know, you, you got to show.
0: That is true. But let me ask you, so the fight plays out. He wastes no time, shoots in. Instant defense. He comes back in again. Instant defense. I mean, you you defended like four takedowns like early on. I mean, did that? I know you're already confident, but did that did that add to? I mean, did you click right then when he couldn't get in on those entries to think, I got this?
2: Yeah, nah. I, um, well, the guys that I were going that I that I've been that I've been going with that were shooting for those takedowns on me, they um they they were they were they were really strong and you got to think they were focused on solely trying to get me down to make a strike I, I could take I could defend and take down Gober had a lot more things to worry about outside of training so the more I was on point and I was sharp and I was confident in those things to they helped with
0: unbelievable I, it, was an, it was it was an incredible performance but I you know obviously this guy would not go away man I mean he's he's beat up he's busted up and then he actually gets a takedown in the 5th round I mean What's what's going through your mind when this dude just won't go away, when you know you're tagging him with great stuff?
2: Um, this is what I was like. Oh, he's, he's as tough as they said he was. It's, it was like I was prepared for the toughness. Now, was I prepared for it to be on the level that it was on? No, there's no way for you to prepare for you to be able to hit a dude with the, I mean, clean counters, solid shots, really damaging blows, and him just keep working. Like not not even just like not even just like going out. He didn't. It wasn't the fact that he didn't go out. It's the fact he never stopped working. You know, he was steady. He was constantly trying to find a shot, find either shots from punches, trying to find a um, a sweep, a transition, a takedown, something. You know, uh, he was always looking to try to improve himself and build his way into into you know what I mean, trying to win the fight.
0: Yeah, just made your performance that much more impressive, man, because you went the full five rounds. And then, of course, the emotion that we saw, man, it was so raw. Uh, what was the thought that triggered that? I mean, the final bell rings, you know you got the decision. There's no question about it. And the emotion came right then. I didn't what really did think about
2: it, that- You know, um, after when the bell round, you know, I shook Glover's hand. And then, like, he, like, he was like, you beat my ass or you kicked my ass. That's what he said. He was like, you kicked my ass. And he like went over to my coaches. I went over to his coaches, shook their hands. And it was like, it was like, it was like kind of like, damn, I was like, damn, it's over. And then like I seen my coaches coming in, you know what I mean? And, like their eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then it was like, oh shit, they're not bringing the stool in. Like it's really over. Cause I was locked in, you know what I'm saying? And it was just like, damn, I'm a champion. And then it was just like, like the whole journey, like kind of like flashed in like an instant
0: unbelievable man it was so great to see and I, but i tell you what was cool too is you know the emotions are pouring out as you're talking to dc but as the emotions are pouring out you still yelled as well i mean there's there's still a little chip on the shoulder that, uh, with the doubters right
2: oh you know what i mean at, at that moment it was just more that was just more of my that was just more of my you know what i mean like like to let let them know let them know i'm the lion you know the lion would stay stand on top of pride rock you know what i mean you got to roar you know what i mean so you know what i mean i did that and they still, you know, they still find ways. They still find ways. They still got this and that or whatever to say. Now now all of a sudden Glover's old and he he's not a he's not a championship level fighter. You know what I mean? And it's just like, go fight him. Go fight. Like that's the that's the main thing I because like the main people that say shit like that are these like really weird looking weak ass dudes who he would wait. he could be he could sit on the couch for the next two years and he still dog walk you. You know what I mean? So
0: yeah, Thought good, man. You can't rewrite history. That man's an absolute champion, an absolute legend, and you took him out. And then, not only are you the UFC light heavyweight champion, but you're also, I think, uh, the champion of the internet today. I mean, that uh, reply video to Yuri Prohaska is so spot on. But here's what I gotta know how how committed were you to the gimmick? Like, how far did you have to drive to get into the perfect woods scenery, the snowfall to make to make that happen? <laughs> no,
2: that's that's behind my house. <laughs> <laughs> house it's like my backyard my backyard got woods and snow too <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's hilarious i thought maybe you had to make a journey out into the into the countryside to get that done nah bro <laughs> well it was spot on well that begs the question right because that's what we're all trying to figure and i know it sucks because i was just talking to safe saoud about this with brandon moreno and he's like give that man time let him enjoy it but that's what we do with champions right we go oh you won congrats what's next I mean, do you anticipate that he's next, or do you even want That's to think want about next. that?
2: That's what I want next. You know, what I mean, of course, I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about rain. I'm thinking about ruling. So, you know, um, of course, I'm thinking about the next student I want to enroll. You know, the scout, the scouts never stop stop recruiting. You know, we need, we need, we need new, we need new talent in school.
0: I love it. Have you had any conversations to find out from the UFC, like how his shoulder is, when he could be ready? I mean, are, are you having that type of discussion yet?
2: Oh man, I've had a, uh, I, uh, I asked Nick Manner. you know, it was more so like a, you know, the same thing, kind of like we're this, like this just happened. Enjoy this. We, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll work on it. You're good. You're the champ.
0: That's awesome, man. So let me ask you, I mean, who do you spoil? Do you, do you spo- I know you spoil your kids, right? I mean, this is a big moment. There's going to be some money coming in. Do you spoil yourself at all? Or is it just spoiling the kids? I mean, are you enjoying the fruits of the labor at all?
2: Man, right now it's about uh, like, you know, I, I, I didn't I didn't grow up with money and things like that. Now, like to be where I'm in the position I am right now, it's about getting my finances and my money in order to make sure that I do the right things with it. So that um, I can build a foundation that I want to build to where this isn't just a, a small period of time. This lasts forever.
0: That's amazing. So it, are you finding this at all overwhelming right now or is it you've been working towards just so long like you were kind of ready for everything that's happening?
2: Yeah, you know, I've been working for us for a long time now, but it's just, a, it's a, I mean, obviously it's new things that you got to learn. You know, uh, I don't feel like the school system was meant to make you an actual, actually wealthy and things like that. So there's a lot of things that I feel like I should have learned in school that I'm learning now. So, and that's what I'm doing now. I'm focused on that. You got to learn how to have money.
0: That's true. I guess the downside, uh, Javon, there's a, no more Sweet Dream Stadium, man. I don't think you're going to be fighting at the Apex again anytime soon.
2: We'll see. King of-
0: oh. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, Joao, I know you're busy. I know you're doing tonight, so I just want to say congratulations, man. I guess last thing I'll ask you, leave it with this. I mean, what's your goal as champion? I mean, is, is it – you know, you talk about building, uh, you, know, a, you know, an organization. Is it about being an example? Is it about being a dominant champion? I mean, what's your goal now that you've made it to the goal? What's the goal now?
2: To rule. I'm dream-blocking. Sweet dreams is dream-blocking. Yeah, I mean, my dreams come true. Now it's time to to make sure others don't.
0: Well said. Congratulations, Jamal. Phenomenal performance. Appreciate the time. And we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. He'll appreciate him taking a few minutes. I know he was busy doing a lot of them. Obviously he had a ton of interview requests uh since he wasn't able to attend the press conference. Everybody wanted to be able to hear from the new champ, but hey man, I love the fact that he's already looking Towards Yuri Prohaska and, and hopefully Yuri is 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 healing up right and uh, you know we can make that fight sooner rather than later because I think on paper that looks to be an extremely exciting fight and it just yeah. it just seems to be the right fight to make it, you know unless Yuri can't go obviously and Jamal wants to fight somebody else in the meantime I would totally understand that but it just seems like it's the fight to make right now you know
1: he's coming for you I'm coming for you whatever <laughs> that, that weird shit he was doing out in the that's, that's in what the- she said <laughs> <laughs> so great yeah I mean. I mean, Yeary's he's such a big frame, man, but uh, you know, Glover gave uh you know Jamal everything, man. That that head kick that he was throwing, I was like, Man, Glover, move your head. Mm. Uh Yuri, I don't think it's gonna stand like that, but it's gonna be tough. I don't know. I have I've heard a lot of people thinking he's gonna be one and done. Um I don't know. I'm not ready to write him <sighs> off. Um nope.
0: not after that performance.
1: Not after that one, and especially, like, you know, everybody was like, oh, Glover's going to take him down. Glover's going to get him down, and then he's done for. Glover did take him down, but he got up, yep. you know, and he got out some stuff. So, I mean, like, his game has improved. So, um, you know, while he might is not going to be this most dangerous threat when he's on the ground outside of, like, ground and pound, um, it's certainly not a, uh, a, a done deal that if you get him to the ground that he's done. And Glover's, I mean, how good is Glover? I mean, we've seen Glover, you know— win belts and rest uh, victory from fights that he's down with his ground game. So good on Jamal, man. Um, I don't know, man. I I just feel like there's still a lot of growth. I mean, the kid, good on him, man. He's the champ, and I still feel like he's not where he's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like he can thicken out a little bit, you know? He's... He just seems young he still feels young and I feel like we haven't seen his full man strength yet you know which it's just dangerous because like he's he's already dangerous but I just feel like he's got much more to go and that being able to see that ground defense and what he was able to do that's a hell of another wrinkle to having uh you know in his arsenal um and it shows a lot of things so um what's crazy about the Yuri I think is year Yuri's gonna want to stand and bang, so that's just gonna be two dudes throwing heavy leather, you know. Yes. So I mean, how how exciting is that gonna be, you know?
0: Stylistically, I think it's a good matchup, man. So I'm I'm excited by it. So we'll we'll see how that plays out. Like I said, I mean, Jamal uh, obviously gets to enjoy his time a little bit, and then we'll then we'll look towards it. But uh, I like that yeah, fight.
1: Yeah, don't rush back. Don't rush back. Enjoy being a champ, dudes. Do that way too much. They're like, I just want to get back in because they want to make some money. But shoot, I mean, what's the right time? What would you want? I would want like three or four months before I even jumped into a camp exactly Is that, would, would that be crazy yeah.
0: no you you're once a time especially when you're first conversation and it touches and it goes to you know and I, and I mentioned it there in that interview that conversation that I had yesterday with say so our, our good friend who was who was yeah. saying you know as far as talking about Brandon Marano you're saying listen you know don't you know and it's natural it's and it I feel bad because it's what we do right somebody wins the belt and we go up there and we're like hey Amazing. How do you feel? What did you think? What's next? What do you want to do what's next? And it's just, and it's get just back natural. in there.
1: Fight again. Get That's back it. in
0: there. But I love what, I love what, uh, what Safe had to say is like, hey, man, listen, this dude had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Uh, you know, let's wait a little bit. And, and I think these champions, you, I mean, look, that doesn't mean we're going to stop asking them what's next because we want to get yeah. the headline and move the story forward. But you do got to understand, man, they need some time to decompress and be with the family a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I think that applies to, to Brandon Moreno, I think it applies to Jamal Hill. As well, but Brand, yeah. you know, with Brandon Moreno, it looks like it's going to be Alshondra Pantoja next. I think that'll be a, a great fight. It looks like the relationship is going to continue with Saif Saoud. They haven't worked anything out yet, but you heard at the press conference Brandon Moreno saying. You know, I guess maybe I need to go to Dallas now. So it looks like that's going to continue. And uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool, man. It's uh, and I, if you want to go check that out, uh, I, I, I have the uh, MMA Underground YouTube page. I had a chance to, to catch up with Safe as well, and he was talking about. Because I did wonder, you know, how weird would it feel like you, you know, you've been building this this group of guys from the ground up, and then you finally get, you know, your UFC title, and it's somebody that's, uh, you know, a, mer- <laughs> a, a mercenary or something, you know, that just came in from the outside. But I, I, Safe ultimately said, "Listen, man." I, you know, it does feel absolutely like, you know, I had a big part in this, and and i'm and i'm and I'm excited about it. And he said, "Look, I think it's only going to do well." Uh, for the gym you know what i mean it helps me yeah. as a coach because now i've coached in a championship fight it helps the team around him because you know if he comes out to fortis instead of you know me having to go to vegas he comes out to fortis now all the guys are going to have a ufc champion in the room and that just that just helps right you just see that example yeah. and you're like okay i'm gonna do what that guy did and he'll get me there so i know i know like i said safe's always been good to both you and me so i'm sure you were you were happy to see him back there in the back in uh, in brazil
1: yeah, it was good to good him in the in the media room. In fact, while uh, Oscar was asking uh, Brandon some questions, I was able to look over and saw that Safe was over on the set of tables just past where Oscar was. So as I kind of looked back to the Oscar off the left, leaned back and then saw Safe, and I made sure to wave to get his attention and give him the thumbs up and stuff because I wanted to speak with him that fight week because uh, we had that all that free time on Thursday, and he was still just a little bit like, man, this is all kind of weird. feels kind of weird, you know, jumping in. You know, don't want to throw you know shine while another guy's down and why this whole sort of thing did but now there's no question i mean that that's this fight's went and it's went through so i think nobody's gonna think anything less or nobody's gonna think like oh you're just holding on to another guy's fighter or whatever you know but i nah. I respect him for for not wanting to try to make it about him even though I was just trying to find some content that was unique on a Thursday, and then I was like, "Bro, it's cool. You don't want to do an interview?" I was like, "Cool. I tried." <laughs> Let me just mark off my virtual checkbox of trying to do something different. Uh, but it was really cool, and I was I was happy for him. And I was it was good to see him uh, in the back, uh, sort of celebrating that moment. And you could see it. You could see it in Brandon's face. I mean, you could see when somebody is just blowing hot air up somebody's asked in a, in a way to sort of like think I'm like oh yeah thank you for your you know your help you know you're a great coach you know blah 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 it was nothing like that you could see the actual honest um, respect that Brandon has for what Safe was able to make this whole week for him I mean this was an awkward weird situation in the lead up But he came in this week feeling calm, cool, um, relaxed, you know, and so that's safe. And that's a testament to the work that they were able to kind of find that quick bond, Mm. but also have the mindset to get your fighter in the right space in what could be um, a crazy situation. You know, foreign hostile land. He's going out there. He's not used to going out there, standing on a scale and getting crazy booze, being at the official wings and having a large amount of Davidson's people in the back of the room were getting at him, Mm -hmm. you know. So like when they came back for the face off. So when you see like the pictures, you see Brandon, he's doing the, you know, finger over the thing. That was addressing all Davison's people in the back, you know, so the whole week, the whole week he was having to do with stuff, but, you know, it helped to have uh, the right team in place. He came in, he was able to function, and I thought he looked great, man. Um, I left, you know, it's funny, you know, we've seen that fight over and over and over again, but it still had moments you know, when you're watching it, you're like, man, this could go either way. It had that tension. It had that sort of like, man, how's it going to go? You know, there was never any point, you know, going into it, where it was like, I felt clearly, oh, this guy or this guy. And it was great, you know. So uh, I'm really happy uh, that that relationship's going to go. And I can't say, I mean, like we said, I mean, safe is by far every year. I think he should be you know, as one of those coach of the year candidates, you know, in that popularity contest thingy that comes around every year that you get <laughs> that you get nominated in every once in a while. Uh he does good shit, you know. So I was I was I was happy to be able to kind of um give him a, a big thumbs up in a in a yeah. yeah. In the in the press room. In fact I did it I kind of didn't realize I was kind of making big gestures trying to get safe's uh, <laughs> attention. So Oscar, who was asking questions, actually got thrown off and kind of stopped and looked over at me. And then he, could, I think he could see that I was trying to wave the safe. <laughs> 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 but I didn't care. I was just like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell my boy, good job, you know. So uh,
0: As, it is I, what it is. I was happy for him. It's funny because I don't do a lot of interviews with Safe. I haven't over the years uh, because I, I don't know. We just have a, 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 we've go back so far that it's more like a friendship than you know professional relationship in a lot of ways. And so I feel kind of weird like yeah. turning, turning into an interviewer. But uh, I don't know. This was such a unique situation. I had to talk to him. So <laughs> definitely go.
1: <laughs> well, if anybody knows Safe reps his dudes right so every time he comes into the the apex uh post fight room a lot of coaches don't go in sometimes they're not in there with their fighters safe always there he's pulling out his camera to like film it and he's also telling me to be good to my boy be good to my girl you know <laughs> ask some true. questions you know he's goading everybody like you better ask questions so, or something. True. so it's always funny He's always, He's always repping his dudes.
0: <laughs> He's the man. Happy for him. And like you said, and I think you touched on something too. You know, like, it, you know, and, and I haven't seen a lot of that feedback, but I'm sure maybe some of it's there. That like, hey, you want a title with somebody else's guy? If that feedback is out there, like it needs to go away. And and as you said, like, listen, I, I, we still don't know what's going to happen with James Krause. Um, and I, and I still I feel bad for James in a lot of ways. I you know I don't know the whole depth of what was done, uh, and, and you know what's being investigated entirely yet. But it's not as if Safe went and, and poached this guy out of a camp. No, you know what I mean? That would be enough. one thing. He just this this situation was brought to him is like, "Hey, yep. can you please help us here? We we are in need of assistance." So, if if yep. anybody has the thing of like, "Oh, man, you you know, you did something wrong by stepping in here or whatever." Like, "Come on, man, you get, you got to put that to the side."
1: Yeah. I mean, if if I mean if, to think that a coach is going to turn down interviews knowing that you have a fighter fighting in a championship because Even he felt like, you know, I don't want to make this about me. I mean, that just shows you right there. I mean, if he was trying to be like, oh, I'm going to poach this guy, I'm going to do whatever, they would be out there trying to claim the glory. They would Mm -hmm. be trying to, like, boast and have, you know, tell other fighters, you know, if you want this to happen, see, leave your guy, come to me. And, And that's not what he does, you know, and I think that's, you know, it's just a testament that. His fighters, his fighters do all you know, the work speaks for himself, you know. So um he does he deserves. I mean, he he deserves to 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 pat himself on the shoulder a little bit. But if he doesn't, we'll do it for him for a little bit.
0: <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right, listen, UFC two eighty three behind us. No UFC this weekend. There is some MMA. We'll talk thank, about that in just a little bit. Thank
1: but... <laughs> you. But even it though is... I'm like, man, we're already getting our break like this early in the in the in the year, I'm like I know it was just like oh getting ready to go, but I know that it's it's back at it, and oh. then it's the then it's the long stretch. The schedule kind of just feels almost like oh we're already getting the fucking week. I, so I have the whole week off. Do you really? You know I have yeah because wow. well one I messed up. I didn't really sort of I forgot to tell Simon that I was landing late Monday because they forget we're so used to flying out on Sunday they forget since the fight doesn't end till like Sunday or uh Sunday morning late Sunday morning. Their flights are out on Sunday night, yep. you know, so that meant I couldn't do uh, our spinning back click on Monday morning. So I was like, yo, I don't get back till like 11 o'clock tomorrow night. And so he pretty much, uh, since it was an off week, we were using a bunch of those MTO days. So I, I was only scheduled for two days this week. So he was just like, you know, screw it. I'm just going to give you the week off. And I'm just like, cool. Nice. So, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm using this time to get my head right, trying to get back on schedule. Because one, my sleep schedule has been completely... Just off the whole time, I kept waking up at like three o'clock in the morning, down there, and then I couldn't get back to sleep for like another hour or so. And then you just like I felt like the, all the days were kind of wacky. Um, it's five. It was five hours ahead, so it was just kind of like my my brain clock was a little wacky. And then getting back here as well, losing that day in the uh, in the lounge, I, my, my sleep was just all messed up. So <laughs> yesterday I don't even. I know my yesterday was like, I was like, what day is it yesterday? So today I knew we were getting together. I was like, okay, it's Wednesday. I'm starting (laughs) to feel more, starting to feel more human today. So I'm thinking tomorrow I'm going to get a good workout in later on tonight and just get a sweat and just go to bed early. And, uh, just try to get back. But, yeah, this one, it's been weird getting adjusted back or something. So I'm glad I have the week off. Look I'm glad you, there's man. no UFC. I just glad thought, there's no UFC.
0: I didn't know you had the week off. Bob. I just been off from coverage. Bro, when, I didn't know When you're, you're
1: balling like this, you know, man, my, my life's, I'm at the beach, babe. Or I'm just going to take a week off. i just going <laughs> to chill. Oh, man. No, yeah. Oh. I've been doing exciting things. I've been doing laundry and and, and mopping my floors and cleaning the house. Yeah. Nothing, nothing crazy on my – uh Week off. Good time. Mean, where do you go? Where do you go to spend your week off when you just get back from the beach? Like, how do you fucking top that? How do you top Rio when you get back here? I'm just like, eh. I went to the grocery store the other day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't beat it. So you just got the highs
1: of highs and the lows of
0: lows. Just, just, roll with yeah, it, man. That's just crazy. With it. Well, listen. with no USC event. There's still obviously things going on. I want to get your t- take on something because I've said all along that Francis Ngannou. Leaving the UFC, I'm happy for him. I'm excited for the financial opportunities that that, that are going to be out there. Uh, yep. You know, I, I know that he's going to make some bank, and I think that's awesome. Uh, I saw Steven Espinosa came out and, and, and was pitching Bellator basically as a home because it's like, hey, if you come to Bellator, you know, we can we can use you as boxing too. You know, we can have this kind of flexibility, and that does sound like, like a good idea, you know, because he wants to do the boxing. They do have Showtime pay-per-views, so it's something they could do. Sounds like a good idea. I don't know if, if – um, you know, if Bellator is going to want to put up that kind of money as long as they're still only on Showtime. Now, they do have a network yeah. television coming up, but they're not doing pay-per-view. So, I don't know. If for, at least from the boxing side, that does make sense. I don't know if it makes sense on the MMA side. But, I wanted to ask you about this Tyson Fury offer because here's what I've said all along, is that I want Francis Ngannou to get paid, but if I'm being 100% honest, the idea of him fighting Tyson Fury, while cool... I just don't give him much of a chance in the matchup, and so I don't know that it's very competitive, and I don't know that I'm that excited by it, but then Tyson Fury comes out and says, hey, big fella, why don't you come over here, and we'll do this, and we'll do it in four ounce gloves, we'll do it boxing rules, obviously it's is a May fight, but we'll do it in the little gloves, and I gotta be honest. My position changed a little bit. Tyson Fury, I think he hooked me a little bit because I was like, I don't want to see it. But <laughs> if I know that Francis only has to touch you once, maybe I'm a little more excited by it. Does that does that pique your interest at all or or, or, or It certainly just, helps.
1: Yeah. It certainly helps. I mean, you know, anything that just takes it away from just being a just a regular boxing match, you know, yes. because I mean when it comes down to just technique and the and the skills and the way he's gonna be able to sort of outsmart Francis, I mean, in a boxing, with the boxing rules, I mean, clearly, I mean, that's going Tyson's way. But yeah, I mean, if he wants to sort of handicap a little bit in the sense where it's like, okay, well, now you just got to touch me. If you touch me, you're going to do more damage than you were before. Um, I do like it. I mean, does it, you know, change who I think will uh, win? No, not really. But um, it certainly intrigues me. I mean, the main thing on something like this fight. It just goes right back to that beginning of Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather, where for the first three rounds, Floyd let Conor throw his business. You just right. let him throw and everybody was like, oh, my God, I, I think I might give Conor the first three rounds, at least the first two rounds. You see, Floyd wasn't doing anything, but then Conor was gassed. He had nothing left. And then that's when the boxer like, OK, are we done. Are we done. Are you ready for this now? And uh, Tyson, it's not like he he throws bombs and bombs and like it's never like it's like this ongoing slot he holds his strength he holds his conditioning and he lets the guy do it and then he when he hits he does damage and then when he turns it on i mean he's able to throw three four five massive shots in a row and then he's able to then he defends himself intelligently and then he builds right back up and does it while francis has power in those bursts i mean it's just a different pacing it's a different um Mentality. I mean, he he's not gonna be able to lock him up and hold him against the, the the cage while trying to let his arms, you know, come back to him, you know, while trying to gain um, you know, to recover or anything like that, you know. Um while while that the the punching power is there, I mean it's still, I mean it's Tyson just, has great head movement, I was man. He say, has, you- people don't touch him, you yeah. know. And and he lands people, and his reach is just ridiculous, you know. And while, well, while, granted, Francis is a ginormous man, but dude, Tyson Fury's a ginormous yes, man, and his reach is just ridiculous. So, I do like it. If anything else, you know, it to me, it's just like when Jake Paul puts some of these matches together, that's just kind of crazy, but then there's just something about it, that you're like, okay. That little that little concession makes me want to see it more, you know. So I mean, does the four ounce gloves make me want to see it more? Sure. Do I think it ultimately changes the the, the outcome? No, but it might give us more in uh, excitement thinking that there's that possibility of oh that one strike, that one strike. You know, he's just got to land that one that one punch. I mean, he's gonna have he's gonna have to. Uh, Maintain that and and not blow his load early on in the fight, you know, by just throwing his arms out and then having Tyson block him or just miss them. Um, but I mean, like, I'm happy if he if he can get it to happen. He just makes some money. I mean, what's the downside?
0: Yeah, well, there, well there's no
1: downside for him on no, this. You know. no, no,
0: no. For him, I'm happy. Even if it's a straight boxing match, which again, and and you laid it out there. And I think we've touched on this before over the years. Is when these crossover bouts happen. I feel like there has to be some concession one way or the other, right? Like, because if it's a straight boxing match, the boxer's going to win. If it's a straight MMA fight, the MMA fighter's going to win. And so, but, and that's, and that's where I stand that it's so difficult when I talk about this. Because if Francis does go and fight Tyson Fury in a pure boxing match, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him to get the cash. It's just as far as my personal intrigue, I'm like, ah, yeah, but I don't just see it. I think. You, you you make great points that even with four ounce gloves on, he's going to have a hard time landing clean on Tyson Fury. So ultimately, it probably doesn't change very much in how the fight goes. But I guess, at least for my own personal <coughs> intrigue as a fan, now I'm a little bit more excited about the possibilities of what lays you know what lays out. Although if like I said, yeah. if, it's, if it's a straight boxing match, take it. I mean, take take it. Yes, hundred
1: percent, hundred percent. It'd be silly to not do it because I mean. Let's be real. I mean, like, he has the freedom now to do these big matches and, and all this other crazy thing. But if anybody thinks he's going to get the same kind of money on a regular basis from an MMA promotion, it's it's ridiculous. It's no. ludicrous. It's not going to happen. What he has to do now is find the biggest uh, sort of possible, you know, fights that he can get contract-wise. But he's not going to get the crazy whatever money. Like, the fu- the money that he would have gotten fighting uh, John Jones is going to be bigger, I imagine, than any of these sort of recurring contracts that he's going to get. Right. But they're going to be more than what uh, Dane and them were willing to give him on a fight-per-fight fight basis, On a whether it be six fights, eight fights. I'm sure they probably would have tried to do eight fights and made them nice big numbers. But I'm thinking they'll probably offer him bigger numbers for less fights, and he has the ability to get these other big super fights. And that's almost like part of the... What makes it worth it? You know, like, we're going to give you more money than you made over there, but we're also going to allow you to go make your super fights off to the side, yep. you know? And I would think that that's still going to be a good deal. I just, it's just going to be who's going to be willing to get that thing. But, you know, I think we've said this before, you know, when you take a big player out of the the the, the pool of people willing to throw money your way, that changes. That changes, yes. that changes the game for the others because the others say, well, you can – you can come with us. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna give you we're gonna give you good money. But if you don't go to us, where do you go? Right. At some point, you gotta if you want to stay in MMA, you have to eventually say yes to somebody. And it seems like the biggest player of them all just said, "Okay, well, it was nice doing business with you. Uh, we're out of the loop. you well, know? and that's go, and go the, make your money.
0: And you can believe that's one hundred percent the reason why Dana said we're gonna waive the matching rights because he wants those organizations to know. Don't worry. You don't have to make yep. the biggest play because we're not going to try to match it. You don't have to outbid us. That's it. You only have to outbid the other guys out there that are a lot smaller yep. than we are. So that's definitely why he did that. Yeah, and it's, and I think to your point as well, I mean, that's why I, I say, and again, we'll see how things play out, but I, I do believe, and I said it before and I said saying the boxing match is going to happen first because his popularity yep. as a mixed martial artist. Even if he faces Tyson Fury, even if he loses, which I anticipate he will, he's still a very, very marketable mixed martial artist. But – that's. I don't think, conversely, it works the other way around. If he signs somewhere else, whether it be Bellator, PFL, one championship, whatever it may be, he goes out there and loses for some reason. That boxing match yeah. isn't there anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that boxing 100%. match is gone. So that's, 100%. Why think, that's why I think we'll definitely see the boxing match first. Do you, do you, do you I mean, I, I don't the know. The
1: fact I, that Tyson Fury is, is offering that – it's already a win. I mean, it's already yeah. like before when they, they did it, it just all seemed like shenanigans, like they were just having a good, you know, having a having a good uh taking the piss with us, you know, like just saying like, right. oh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna act like I'm gonna call him out. And we're like, oh man, well that's never gonna happen. There's no way in hell that Tyson Fury's ever gonna actually offer him a fight. So if he's really offer him a fight, whether it's four ounce gloves, 12, 14, 16 ounce, who effing cares? Pillows. Take the take the fight. Yeah, strap <laughs> pillows on each other's hands. Um, take the fight, man, and uh, but make uh, it happen first. If, if before he changes his mind, you know, like um, but you're but you're right. If he fights in MMA and he loses and he starts losing that luster and people stop thinking of him as being the biggest, dangerous, most you know, dangerous heavyweight in the world because he lost to somebody for whatever particular reason it could be. That fight, no. You think Tyson cares about that? No. He only cares about the fight while he's the most dangerous man in the world. While That's he's it. the biggest, most dangerous heavyweight. You know. Um, it and only so takes... If Tyson do got to do it. You have gotta to do, do it. it. If, if if I'm France, I'm like, okay, yeah. Where's it? Where's it? We don't need concessions. Just yep, let me yeah.
0: sign it. <laughs> i don't need to read this. the only concessions
1: i need is just pops for my for soda for my fans and beer for my fans and popcorn just make sure there's concessions in the stadium but let's do it um (laughs) good for him man um good for him the fact that tyson's actually if it's a real offer if it is an absolutely real offer to fight and not just tyson just putting his name out there just having a having a good fun with him He needs to take it. He needs to take that fight, and because you know the money's going to be big, um, it's just a matter of you know. Yes, make sure you negotiate a little bit so you actually get the best possible value that you can from that moment. But understand, it's all Tyson's the A side. Francis, while he's great and big and he's got this other stuff, he's clearly the B-side. So it's not going to be a 50-50 split. It's not going to be whatever. It's just Tyson's going to be like, we'll give you a percentage of you know whatever, and you're going to get a nice big fat millions, lots of little zeros. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like, do it, bro. Good for him, man. And fuck yeah. I mean, if there was a, a event, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch the shit out of it, whether it's pure boxing or not. Just to just to see, I'd like to see Francis land a couple shots on him. I think he would land some shots on, him, but he just needs he needs to get close and make something happen. You know.
0: We'll see. Tyson,
1: Tyson's amazing, but you know it doesn't mean he's perfect.
0: Oh, uh, you can get clipped. Yep, you, you can, can get, get clipped. We've seen it. We've seen it. And,
1: Ty- oh, my God. How exciting would that be in four-ounce gloves though, just to take that see? first shot? And then if you Francis see? is able to land a couple, doesn't mean it changed me. But I, I would like to see if oh. Tyson could take multiple shots um, from those guys. I mean, because you look at some of these guys he's fought, and while these guys are incredible like boxers, none of them look scary like Francis. Francis looks Literally, like, an anime character. I mean, he's just a freak of nature. I mean, he's just a
0: scary, scary dude. Wilder's pretty scary, too, but Nagano's even bigger, right?
1: He's even bigger. Like, if
0: I, you
1: know, like, Wilder, while he looks scary and big, whatever... I'd be more scared of Francis. Yeah. Just in sen- not in terms of, like, boxing. Obviously, one is a better boxer than sure. the other one. But, like, Francis is just a scary, scary dude, man. Yeah, he's it, massive. It, his his physique.
0: But, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I'm telling you the four-ounce gloves, it raises my excitement level a little bit. It raises yeah. my if, excitement. What if it was
1: Zhang Li versus Tyson Fury? She's a little strong. She's a little badass. I mean, Francis balked from her, man. Francis is scared of Zhang Wiley, man.
0: Don't let Zhang hit the single leg on Tyson Fury. It's <laughs> over, bro. It's over. Uh all right, listen. I, I do want to ask y'all one other thing as well. Um you know, obviously we've we've heard that uh Conor McGregor is is hopefully gonna return this year and then more details oh. come out about this. And I just, I, you know, disturbing accusations. Uh, McGregor, through a representative, steadfastly denies that anything happened. I, I don't. I, I just don't even know what to do anymore because I just hate hearing this stuff. And you know, there's there's part of it where you start thinking, well, you know, the guy's a rich guy and people are trying to get money off of him, so maybe they're going to say something. But you just keep hearing these stories over and over and over and. I don't know. I mean, like part of me wants to see him back. He's such a great superstar and and brings eyeballs and gets people talking, but I don't know, man. I'm just I'm a little bit exhausted too. I just I hate, I hate hearing this stuff, man. And Yeah. I, and you, and you don't I know mean, I, mean, I don't know if it's if it's all true or if it's not yeah. true and people are just coming after him, but it's like why does this keep happening?
1: Yeah. I mean, if this one's true, I mean, it's just absolutely as horrendous as anything I've ever heard. I mean, that's just horrible. Uh, I mean, if they could prove that this woman did actually have to get picked up from the ocean or wherever the, she was by, I forget what the vehicle was—was it was the Navy or Red Cross or whatever it was?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh dude, that's scary. I mean, I mean, we've seen people do crazy shit to get out of situations where they felt like their life was threatened. I mean, I'd hate to – You know. It's almost so crazy. You're like, it can't possibly be true. But that's usually it's the most crazy shit that you think is absolutely insane. I remember people said like, oh, there's no way he stole some dude's cell phone and smashed it or whatever. It's like, oh no, wait, here's a video of it. You know, oh, okay, I guess he did. Oh, there's no way he would have hit an old man at a bar. That's just ridiculous. You're, you're oh, oh wait, no, there's a video of it. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I hope I hope not. But I mean, honestly. um I don't care if I see him fight again. I mean, that's kind of where I'm getting, in, in man. In years past, I mean, we've all said how fun Conor McGregor fight weeks were. Um, the crowd, because but part of it was just from the crowd, you know, just the excitement of just a fight week. It was just different than other fight weeks. But you know, you know, will my life feel unfulfilled if I don't see him enter a boxing cage again, or if I don't see him fight in an MMA? I don't really care you know i'm mean, like i hope he makes lots of money and like we've said in years past i hope he's i just want i just want to hear stories of him being a great father to his kid yes. you know uh, eventually be a good man and and mary d <laughs> you know just do right do the right things uh i know he's been doing jujitsu on a boat lately and uh other <laughs> little stuff but uh who knows? I hope it's not true. Um, I feel bad if it isn't, man. That's really fucking. That girl took it really crazy far, and that's just ridiculous. Um, but if it is true, you know, man, I hope. I hope that justice can be served because I mean that's absolutely effing horrible. Um, but um, and, and and just back to the original question, you know, uh, you know, do I care if I see him fight again? No, I, I. And that's and that's no slight that. against him. I just like, I mean. If I don't, I mean, it's hard to keep track of like what the next fight card is, and this is just because there is so much action. It's almost out of sight, out of mind. i you know, maybe by getting into the fight week and seeing it, I'll remember how fun it is to watch a Conor McGregor fight week. I know we've said it in the past; the fight weeks are just different. They just hit mm-hmm. different. They the, do. The excitement in the in the arena, the excitement all week long, but it's changed. Uh, the, just the, cause part of that is the public perception, you know, like I don't have my family reaching out, asking me about Connor anymore. Right. Uh, you know, used to like, they would reach out and, big, and that's when I realized how big he had gotten. Cause when my family that doesn't follow MMA is like, tell me about this Connor guy. Oh my God. He sounds incredible. He sounds crazy. And I'm like, dude, it's, he's like, he's a superstar. He's blah, 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 blah. They Don't ask me about it anymore because everything they hear, they are you know, I got tired of sailing back to them. You know, well, we don't know for sure if this is true, uh, you know, blah 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 blah, from all these different other stories. But in terms of, you know, will my life feel um sad if I don't see him fight again? No, um, if he does fight, uh-huh. will I watch it and be excited for it? Sure, you know, but um, I just Don't care. I, you know, every other story that comes out is just something that's just leaves your head scratching. But I hope this, I hope this is just another false allegation. It just sounds crazy. Um, But, you know, when you keep hearing things over and over and over and over and over at some point, you got to, at some point think, is it really just about somebody trying to get money or is there really something fundamentally wrong with this guy? You know,
0: I know. I hate hate that that's the reality it's come to, but that's that's just the truth, man. That's the truth. Uh, All right, listen, uh, no UFC this week, uh, but still there is quite a bit of uh, MMA and other type martial arts going on this week. So if you want to check it out, the PFL Challenger Series kicks off on Friday. That's on Fubo Sports Network, uh, which, by the way, uh, Fubo Sports Network, I think you can just go to FuboSportsNetwork.com and you can stream everything free there. So if you're trying to look at it on your TV guide or whatever, and I'm not like, I've never heard of Fubo, I don't know where it is, you can actually just go online and stream it live. It's actually got a pretty good uh, – a CFFC tie-in this week. We've got Itzo uh who fought five times as an amateur and one time as a professional. We also have uh, Eric Alecwyn, who is uh, a former CFFC welterweight champ. And why are you laughing at? It? Why are you laughing at me? Because I
1: was like, I was like, man, this sounds like a Fubo ad. I'm like, oh, now I see why. Now I see why the <laughs> advertising. It's the underwriting you know. done by uh, CFFC.
0: You know, you know we got to get those plugs you know. in. So you got that going on. This is not up. an
1: ad. This <laughs> this information not brought to you by the ad company at CFFC. <laughs>
0: it's just brought to you because we love CFFC. Big things. We're, we we're taking a no break.
1: We just love the fubo platform
0: <laughs> we love fubo it's ph- phenomenal uh B- 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 BKFC 35 <laughs> is on friday as well uh bkfc uh this friday uh justin scoggins free. is on there if you remember justin scoggins uh marcus- this the one
1: that, is this the one that's free i saw they sent out yes. something uh recently that said like it's free on the app
0: so even if if you've never watched it before you're absolutely right so uh justin scoggins is on it marcus Brimage is on it uh the crazy andy Wynn is on there so you're right so A couple things going on with BKSC. It's free this weekend on the app, so if you want to try the app, you just want to see if you like the experience, you've never watched the sport live, you can download on the app, you can watch it free. Now, their price did go up. It used to be $4.99 a month. It's now $7.99 a month. If you already have a subscription, then you're grandfathered in and your price isn't going to change. But if you're new, it's $7.99 a month, which still is pretty low. I mean, you consider prices are raising everywhere on every streaming service. But important to note that that will include... Uh, Knucklemania 3, which is next month in uh, Brazil, which is next month in New Mexico, Albuquerque. Uh, Diego Sanchez is on there. John Dotson is on there. Greg Hardy (laughs) is on there. Diego. Oh, my God. Diego's a legend.
1: Diego! A legend. He ain't going down. He's like, I ain't done. I ain't done.
0: Going out there and boxing a boxer, man. So I'm looking for. It's so funny because I got a chance to talk to Diego, and he's like, he's hilarious because he's like not even trying to hide. He's like, dude, I'm going over there. I'm gonna clinch him. I'm gonna put him in a collar tie. I'm just gonna jack him up in the in the clinch. I'm gonna dirty box the hell out of him. So the way they
1: do is they do intros. He's just gonna do that whole like. Puffed out lip thing. He's just going to be mean mugging on He's like, oh
0: <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> Love me some Diego Sanchez. Uh, there's also uh, one Friday night fights or Friday. Well, not Friday night fights. It's one Friday fights. Their second one is on Friday. So it's Friday morning. It's in Asian prime time. It's basically mostly Muay Thai. Um, and not much MMA on there, but it's Muay Thai in four-ounce gloves, which if you haven't seen Muay Thai in four-ounce gloves, uh, it is a game-changer, man. It, 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 it uh, makes the, the action a little bit more exciting. So uh, there's that that's on your play as well. So PFL, BKFC, one all in action this weekend. and And Saturday night, it's my debut with Fight League Atlantic. Fight League Atlantic 7. I'm leaving tomorrow night, late tomorrow night, heading to Moncton, Canada. It's a, a pay-per-view at fightleagueatlantic.com. We've got Kristen Savoy, who challenged for the uh, CFFC title in the main event against uh, Dorian Dukai, who's uh, an Albanian veteran. Uh, so those, those will be the headliners. I uh, My partner in crime on the mic will be Chris Kalaitis, the uh, four-time UFC vet, which, by the way... Four-time USC vet. He went two and two in his time with the USC, but his losses were to Ray Borg and Sergio Pettis, and he didn't not get another. Not con- Not bad. He didn't get not another bad. contract after that, man. So I'm gonna have to ask him about that. Like, what the hell happened? Did you did you just want to leave? Because I can't two and two <laughs> with losses to Borg and Pettis, and they don't offer you another deal.
1: Maybe it depended when they when he fought him. I'd have to go back and look at the time because both those guys had little spotty parts. I mean, ultimately, I mean they they were great fighters, but I think they were they both had some little down times too. So maybe. But still, notable notable fighters.
0: Notable names. Now, check this out. On fight day, so I leave Thursday night. I'm taking a red eye out Thursday night, getting there Friday morning. We'll be there for the weigh-ins. Uh, fights are on Saturday. I fly home on Sunday. Saturday, the fight day, the high that day will be 35 degrees. Uh, the low will be 2. 2 degrees. 2.
1: You are gonna, gonna wear two pairs of shorts, or you're just gonna lower the other ones down below your knees. I
0: might have to double up on the shorts. I
1: might have to d- oh <laughs> I my don't, god. I
0: don't actually own pants other than my suit. I pants. should
1: I should give you some of my sweatpants. I have some sweatpants you can
0: borrow. <laughs> I, you know what I do I think I do have a couple of Adidas pants. Maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll throw some Adidas there pants in there. I might have a couple <laughs> of those, so
1: <laughs> you should bring some fucking pants. That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> well, I mean it's not like I'm going trekking outside or anything, but I mean I'm excited to get there. First of all, I've never been uh out to that part of Canada, out there on that east coast, I've never been there, so I'm excited for that. Uh, it's actually in the Atlantic Time Zone, which I've never been to the Atlantic Time Zone before, so I'm excited for that. Uh, and the people that behind it are just super cool. All the communication that I've had with them so far, um, very cool, and just very, very passionate people. You know, it's it's like yeah. people that love the sport and are into this because they they want to do good and they want to, you know, they want to create a nice product and create and create a nice platform for fighters to build cells off on. So. Uh, I'm I'm very, very excited to get out there. So
1: You should you should put that in your contract, get a little writer, like you must provide me with a pair of pants in the venue <laughs> when I get there. I will not bring my own pants and I will not take the pants with me, but when I get to said venue, have pants for me and then I will leave them. I will sign them <laughs> and I'll give them to a fan.
0: <laughs> oh my god. That would be pretty funny. Like, ah, okay, yeah, I appreciate the offer. I just need some pants if you don't mind. I don't need some pants. Yeah. So. Good stuff. And of course, I mean, slap fighting's on if people want to watch.
1: I you- was gonna. I was like, "Is this motherfucker not gonna say anything?" to you? Because you- I knew you just interviewed the dude. You just interviewed the president the other day, and I was like, "Wait, tonight's slap fight night." I have not. Wa- I didn't watch it because I think it, it premiered or did it while we were in Brazil or whatever. Yeah. Yep. I'm. I'm wondering if I'm gonna do it. I might put it on just because I know everybody was saying it was very different than how it felt in the arena um, when we were there. Granted, we were drinking. It was fun. <laughs> It was fun. I was like, man, this is fun. I would watch it. Uh, I'm interested to see how it feels watching it and whether uh, I will do like a lot of other people that said that they've watched like five or ten minutes and they're like, okay, it just got boring and repetitive and then they yeah. stopped watching it. So, so I kind of want to see how that
0: feels. So I watched the debut episode. First of all, let me just say the number of nasty messages that I've gotten on social media from – uh, interviewing uh, the president and yeah. from for whatever I mean I'm talking about like mean stuff like some of it were like there, there were actually like some really like cool ones where people were like John you know uh, you're a talented guy and we appreciate you in the MMA space like please don't cover this stuff and like I can appreciate a message like that right but there were a lot yeah. of people that were just like I mean not the uh, you know why did you choose to do that one s- spoiler alert the internet's a nasty place no because you know listen I look and I'll and I'll say it again here so. C- to your point, I will agree with exactly what you said. I watched the debut episode, and I don't know how long this thing is going to work as a show, right? Like yeah. it is. It's the the highlights are crazy, and I've always said the highlights are crazy, right? Like I've from the ones that we would see from Eastern Europe from the from the slap fighting championship. I wrote a blue corner post a couple of years back that ran on MMA Junkie, where I even said like, I don't know why I'm watching this, but I can't turn away yeah. from it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so like my whole thing about about this has been that like. know, people are just saying, I can't believe this exists and I can't believe it's happening and I've always just kind of been of the mindset that like, hey man, two adults want to do something, you know what I mean? Like and they want to get paid for it, like, go on with it. Like do like I don't feel the need to tell somebody else that they can't do something. That's always my So a lot of people I think are like Oh man, you're you're a fan of this stuff? No, I mean I'm not I wouldn't consider myself a fan. I will say the live like I said, for years I've watched this stuff and I've I've been bizarrely fascinated by it. Like I see the highlights and I'm like, oh shit, wow. You know, I mean how many Instagram feeds or Twitter feeds are, are just clips of crazy shit happening in the world? Whether it be, you know, Derek Lewis's he's okay is just a whole bunch of stuff of like people getting hurt or whatever. So I don't know. I've always found it bizarrely weird and I just haven't been of the mindset that like This, this, this shouldn't be happening. Like it's, this should be illegal, et cetera, et cetera. That's just always been my stance. Now, as far as the show itself, I did watch the debut and to, to your point as to why I was, you know, interviewed the president, because I saw the criticism and I wanted to see how the president would address those criticisms. How, what do you say about defense? (coughs) What do you say about this being an actual sport? So that's why I interviewed him. Um, but I will say this, the show, the highlight moments that we saw in there are, I mean, they're still insane to me. Um, but as a show, I don't. I just. I don't know how it lasts. It does get pretty repetitive, pretty fast. Like, especially even, if I wasn't. I, I wasn't really paying attention by the end of it. If I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, and that's what I imagine as well. But you, you figure at some point, you know, there's always the oh, any press is good press. Bad press is good press. Still, you know, if if the overall like comments that everybody's saying, if they're just shitting on it, you just wonder if TBS is like set a, a time frame to sort of reevaluate the numbers that they're getting and. Um, would it be unheard of if they if they pulled it mid season, or if there is there a guarantee, or maybe they said, "Hey, you have to, you know, has to make it through the full season." You know, you can't cut it mid season or something. But it just might mean that it maybe doesn't come back if the numbers. I mean, if the numbers aren't good and people are shitting on it, you know, it just makes it seem like maybe you just won't see a second season of it or something. But but yeah, I mean, it, it's not. I I can't find anything online of anybody saying like. Yo, that was a hell of a lot of fun to watch, you know. Like it doesn't seem, but you know, it also could be that just you know one particular side of the argument is a lot louder than the other, you know, and nobody's saying, you know, oh, it's you know, it's a great, refreshing new take on combat sports, you know. Uh, it's
0: not well. It's, def- it's definitely not that. Well, here, well, here's to your point. Yeah, the ratings were not great by any stretch. Um, but you go look at, for instance. Uh, I'm looking right now at, at Power Slaps TikTok page, and I and, and I don't I, I don't have uh, I don't really do TikTok, so I don't know if I'm doing this the right way, but I'm just on their yeah. page, and I'm looking at it, and and I'm just gonna read off some of these numbers of videos I see: 6.8 million views, 20.4 million views, 6.8 million views, 1.2 million, 1.4 million, 3.1 million, 14.5 million, 5.6 million, 11.6 million, 2.2 million, uh, and it goes on and on. I think I heard there was one that I think has like a hundred million. Uh, of one of these. And that's where I think, I can't see TBS really saying we want to continue this show, but that's why I'm honestly, and that's what I asked, you know, the president, Frank uh, Lemicella as well, is like, I'm surprised it was even ever made a show. Like, I thought it was always going to be this this TikTok stuff where it's just, you know, social media type things. So, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, Uh, The nasty messages I thought were a little bit unnecessary. Uh, I do not believe this is the next great combat sport. I am not going to be supplanting my MMA coverage with power slap coverage. I just, until there was this power slap league, i got to be honest, I never saw the outrage of people saying, like, when all these clips were coming in over the years, coming from Eastern Europe, coming from, uh, you know, there were, there, Jake Paul was involved. I can't remember if it's Jake or Logan Paul. It might have been Logan Paul, actually, uh, was involved with one that was at the the Arnold Sports Classic, and, and Arnold yep. Schwarzenegger was involved. I didn't hear the outcry at that point of, like, this cannot be happening in the United States of America. And I guess that's all I've said. It's just, like, I get all the arguments against CTE. I really do, man, and I get all the arguments of why you know This is dangerous or what happened. In fact, I, actually, I'm, I'm looking at this now on TikTok as well. These all have little um, warnings on them that say the actions in this video are performed by professionals or supervised by professionals. <laughs> Do not attempt. That's wild. They,
1: they are, these fighters are being caught by the security guy that was just watching the door an hour prior to this event. Oh,
0: wow. Here's a, <laughs> listen, here's another warning on it. Participating in this activity could result in you or others getting hurt. Wow. That's like an even stronger <laughs> an warning than the other one. Yeah, it's so, an understatement. I, so I I don't know. I guess it's it's weird to me. Um, I, again, it's this is not going to be supplanting my MMA coverage. I do not look at this as the next great combat sport. I just it's just weird to me, I guess. I, I, I don't know, man. I I get the arguments against it, but it just seems odd to me that like this shouldn't be happening at all when it's been happening for years and years. And I never saw that outcry before. I I, I just wonder what makes it so strong now. So
1: I don't know. Oh, so you're gonna be at that uh, Derek Lewis fight that's coming up at the Apex, or are you gonna be at that Power Slap instead?
0: Uh, I'm going to Bellator that week actually. I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be <laughs> in Inglewood, California. <laughs> but yes,
1: you're gonna you're gonna be there at the the Power Slap house, huh? No, I, I hear yeah. you just stopped covering UFC events in general. I I just heard that you're not even gonna be on site anymore. That you're just the the Power Slap tour. I'm just
0: all Power Slap all, all day. All Power yes. Slap. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> gonna get more mean messages now. Dirty like me, just dirty ones, mean. Did, <laughs> That's didn't, funny. Didn't feel like. Don't, I read, the it. Don't read the comments.
1: Don't read the comments.
0: I Just when I come, just when I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with social media, then people just say mean things, and I'm like, why am I even on this stupid thing? I could just <laughs> live, with them, just go hang out with my family. So, yeah. anyway, power slap. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> or one. That's or right. BKFC or PFL or Fight League Atlantic is what I would definitely recommend as I make my way out to a, an ice cold Moncton, Canada. Yeah
1: or you could just be you know fun and just stay on the lovely folks with, on Patreon and just have a nice conversation with our lovely community there. How That's where
0: that? I need to be. That's where I need to be. I mean That's where you need to be. Find <laughs> folks over at patreoncom MMA roadshow. Find folks that are taking uh, annual subscription so that they can save a little bit of money because just a yes. few bucks, just a few bucks a month really helps us out a lot in terms of the cost, uh, and we really do appreciate it. And uh, of course, yes. it gives gotta you say, exclusive. big welcome
1: back, Paul! Welcome back, Paul! Paul welcome came back, back in and did the yearly, so you get a little bit of a discount on that. So,
0: welcome back! Not Paul. only
1: is a a great listener, he is a fiscal genius. <laughs>
0: Welcome back, and he now has exclusive (laughs) access to the and a half episodes, and 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 of course the uh the brand new Power Slap series that will be launched. No, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Power Slap these bitches,
0: (laughs) crazy. All right, listen.
1: That would not be on the That, will that not, will not be. That
0: was that was a joke for anybody. That was a joke. All right, listen. Now you're gonna get
1: more comments. Now, now we get more, get more ugly comments.
0: messages. More ugly messages. All right, listen. I, I gotta run. I got things to do. And I know you got to get back to doing laundry, uh, which you're enjoying in your in your week's vacation. So uh, I'll let <laughs> you enjoy that. A, uh, staycation. Staycation. Hmm. A staycation. I mean, come on. When you take a work trip to Rio, a staycation in Vegas isn't exactly like you know. It's
1: not. It doesn't hit the same. It's not quite as hard. <laughs> I ain't got no originals. I have, to, oh. I, have to, I have to, I have to go back to the, to go back to the original Pabst Blue Ribbon. But mm. I'm trying to be better and not really drink. I need to detox my liver. At this point, uh, I did, I did pretty good. I was pretty proud. Well, I can't say I'm proud of myself because I drank a bunch, but I did work. I did work.
0: Hey. <laughs> You don't know when you're going to be down there again. Who knows? Uh, you know, It's been four years since I've been down there, and I used to go down yeah. there like seven times a year, so you never know when things are going to change. Enjoy it while yep. you can. I'll tell everybody to enjoy this weekend. No UFC event, so no and a half, but we laid out what's on the schedule in case you want to watch something. We'll be back together next weekend. Uh, well, actually, you'll be in Las Vegas. I'll be in Inglewood, California. So we'll figure all that out. We got it all. <laughs> that's
1: where power. Yeah. Remember, where... remember when you used to cover <laughs> UFC events on, on – on, on... <laughs> Hey, uh, man. That's funny. Yeah, well, we'll, see. well, you'll get to, you'll get to see Nolan out there. Nolan's gonna be out there uh, at that event. Oh, is he? So good, good, yeah,
0: good. Yeah, that, yeah. Good to know that. Yeah, yeah I'll hook up and uh, and grab a grab a frosty beverage with them and uh, get him on the
1: show. So people yeah, can, uh, yeah, that'd be good.
0: I'll do that. I'll make that happen. We'll, we'll we'll let you handle a segment from Vegas. Maybe you can get some hot tea and uh, I some Nolan. Tea. You're like, just leave, me out. just leave me out Looking forward to that late night USC action We'll be on the early The early Bellator action
1: Yeah, it's crazy All that the, the whole event should probably be done Probably by the time we get started I can't remember when the first fight yeah. is But yeah, it's ridiculous
0: No, I think, I think the Bellator is going to be completely done So if, you, if you're a hardcore MMA fan I think next Saturday yep. you can literally just watch the whole cards back to back And just have a marathon session Of, of high level MMA Wow, yeah But we'll talk about all that (laughs) next week. In the meantime, uh, I got to run. Coke Coffee's got to do laundry, so we'll just say thanks for listening.